Julianne, Tim McCarthy's mom. I was so excited when Tim asked me to do this introduction for 20 Tim Minutes today. I am so very proud of my son, Tim. I've always been proud of him and always will be. I think it's awesome that he is putting his mental health issues out there for the public. I'm sure he's going to help quite a few people. Without him even knowing it, he's helped me over the years with my mental health issues. He is probably one of the few people that can make me laugh my ass off. And we all know everybody needs a little laughter in their life. So here he is, Tim McCarthy, 20 Tim Minutes. I love you, Tim. Hey, what's happening, everybody? You're tuning into 20 Tim Minutes, a podcast that focuses on mental health through humor, positivity, motivation, insight, and personal stories. I am your host, Tim McCarthy, and I appreciate you checking out another episode of 20 Tim Minutes. That introduction was done by my mom, Julianne, and if you think I didn't cry when I first heard that, you are sadly mistaken. Even when I recorded this at the intro, I had to mute that so I wouldn't start off the episode crying, but my mom is truly my best friend, and I know people probably just say that to say that, but she really is my best friend. I'm a mama's boy for life. Not afraid to admit that. My mom has four children. I have an older sister, an older brother, and a younger brother. So I'm wedged right in the middle there. I'm by far the funniest, obviously. And she loves me. She loves them all equal, but clearly I'm the favorite. I was very excited for her to do the intro when I asked her. She was like, I, I was going to ask if I could do one. I'm like, what? Like, why didn't you? I don't think you're clearly going to do one. So I'm really glad that she did one. We talked about mental health and... um as a parent, she does feel guilty sometimes about passing on anything mentally or physically uh, disabling for a child. I think a lot of parents are scared to do that. And it's not like I rue the day that my mom possibly gave me mental health issues, but having her there as a, a child growing up definitely shaped me into a better person and the person I am today. Without her, I wouldn't uh, have the heart that I have for people and in life. Um, I wouldn't have the sense of humor I have, and I'm forever grateful for the life that she gave me. I love my mother, and thank you for that introduction. We always have great adventures together, always good stories. Like when I was a kid, the doctor was like, what do you do uh, for punishment when he gets in trouble? And we both looked at each other, and we were like, he doesn't. And I was like, you damn right. I was always compared uh, to other moms of Eddie Haskell from Leave it to Beaver, the mischievous friend that would suck up to the parents but was a a rascal out in the real world i felt like that that resonated with me a good friend's mom called me that and she saw right through my shtick and also too my mom would always like inadvertently embarrass me and that back then it made me better now to be embarrassed because i went through so many weird things like i had this report on an animal and i chose the chameleon And there was like a form where you filled out like the type of animal you're doing, like the bio, all this stuff. So when I'm writing in the name, she's like, no, you have to give it a name. I'm like, no, mom, like we just have to write chameleon. So when I do the report, she's like, no, it needs like a nickname. So I'm like, okay, what are we doing? She's like, how about invisible? Mind you, I'm in like the fourth grade. So I'm like, that's a great idea. So I'm like, I I think I was, yeah, I was definitely first to go up, which is the Worst feeling when you're a kid, you have to go up and present your thing first. So I go up and I'm like, hey, I'm Tim. And uh, 
my uh, animal's name's invisible. And everyone like looked at each other. And the teacher was like, excuse me? And I was like, his name's invisible. And she's like, no, honey, it's chameleon. And I was like, Ugh. Like, that was the first time I can remember early enough that I felt like a fucking dickhead. Like, and I ruled the day to my mom that she did that to me. She also dressed me up as a king of hearts for Halloween. And that's the most ridiculous costume. There's like a photo somewhere. If I can find it, I'll post it. But absolutely hate it. King of hearts. Like, how poor were we? Like, these are the things I make sure my mom never forgets because I can't forget them. They're burned in my brain. I'm surprised I even made it this far. When I was a child, I had seizures. And, like, I guess it was really bad one time and my mom was having difficulty, like, bringing me to the hospital. So our landlord brought me. And he went from, like, a cop and he converted to, like, a priest. Like, I'm not religious, but that that's, that's kind of cool. Like, if you throw me a prayer, I'm not going to, like, say no. Prayers are free. And then I almost drowned at a young age. I was in, like, a pool and I didn't understand the physics of water and body so i kind of just kept walking and i like slid down to the deep end so yeah i shouldn't even be here be honest with you so yeah seizures made me a great dancer do the harlem shake and then i still don't know how to swim my nickname is uh no swim tim yeah i'm 34 going on 35 don't know how to swim thanks mom but the whole topic of parents feeling guilty for a possible mental health problem i don't blame them but that's the reason why I don't want to have a child. Well, it's one of the main reasons. I would just hate for a child to have to go through like any thought process I've ever had in my life about something crazy. So I totally get that point of view. And it's good that I can have conversations with my mother about that. And then we can just laugh the whole day. She just gets high off edibles now. It's legal, so it's not weird. Like she's yelling at me in high school for like smoking weed. Now I'm going over there and she's like wrapping things in her air fryer, everything bacon. Tater tots, wrapped in bacon. Crackers, wrapped in bacon. I'm like, I gotta go home. But I'm so happy we live in a day and age now that, like, you can retire, go home, and just be high all day. Good for them. So I think I do sound a little bit better from last week's episode. I'm definitely getting over my little sickness, but I still sound a little bit froggy, I would say. Took a couple COVID tests. They're all still negative. Waiting on one more. I am feeling better, and like I said, I'll get through it. Like I always do. I've been isolated for two weeks though, which has been tough uh, for me and my wife. I'm surprised we haven't killed each other yet. We had a big snowstorm recently and I was out there shoveling with her and I can barely breathe. And just our communication was way off. And I was very close of hitting her with a Goldberg spear right into the snowbank. But I opted out of that for potentially making things worse. But enough about me right now. I know the name is 20 Tim Minutes, but I'm this is the People's Podcast. So I always want to touch up on things that I either forget or I don't have answers to from previous episodes. And I'm glad people chime in and interact with me for answers. So a good friend of mine, Dave, let me know what EP and LP stands for because I made a comment about him and I had no idea. So EP means extended play, which is about four to six songs because it's more than like a single. And then LP is long play which is like seven plus songs, which is pretty much a basic album. But shout outs to Dave for letting me know that and making me a little bit smarter. Big news right now. Figured out the whole Lake Stevens, Washington thing. Pretty pumped about that. Got a message from a listener, Alexa, who lives out in Lake Stevens. She found me on Twitter because I am still hustling this podcast. And it's very cool that 
people outside of this state, Massachusetts, is listening to this podcast. So I had a brief chat with her. She's been pumping my stuff out in Lake Stevens, Washington. They are neck and neck straight up with Quincy being the top listeners. And Quincy is my hometown. So you Quincy people need to stop sharing this podcast with your peeps or Lake Stevens is coming over the top. It is cool, though, because on Twitter, people actually listen to it. Like, I have a cat from South Korea that I chat with who likes the podcast. Uh, another person from the Netherlands. It's like, my dumb voice is in different countries for 20 minutes with people, and that just blows my mind. So, Lake Stevens, what's up? And if you're not already, please be sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, obviously. But I feel like I'm more interactive on Instagram. I do a lot of polls and questions. One of them was for a future episode, would you rather hear about the time I was on a game show or the time that I shat myself on spring break in high school? Both of them had implications on my mental health and changed me as a person. But the spring break is leading the charge, unfortunately. But that will be on a future episode when I have things I don't know what to talk about that week. So when you hear that, that's a little tip for you. The other one I asked was today was what name, like what popular version of your name that people say to you that make you want to just rip your skin off? Like when someone sees me and they're like, Timmy, I'm like, ha, South Park, right? Because <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> oh my God, that is so funny and original. Like what's yours? I really want to hear them because it just like, I have a buddy, Charlie, and I was like, let me guess. It's the Ouch Charlie video. He goes, yep. You can pretty much guess which ones people absolutely hate. I was also thinking about this the other day. I feel bad for the Karens out there. And not just like the name calling Karens, but the people that actually have the first name Karen. Like I went to college with a girl named Karen. Sweetest girl in the world. And like I can only think about like her everyday life when she has to like say her name's Karen and people probably like snicker or make a comment. It's like, yeah, just fuck me, right? Like, it was the name I was born with. Like, we need to stop using, like, names for making fun of people. Like, I, I don't even get, I don't really get that, to be honest with you. Like, what happened to good old-fashioned, like, just good old slams, being a king of the slams? Like, what about, like, Dingbat? I'm a big fan of schmuck. Like, people, calling people schmuck, love. Or just make up a new name. Stop ruining people's first names. Let's come together and start a new trend where we make up a name and it's used throughout the world. If we put our minds together, we can think of something good. So let me know. Hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, 2010 Minutes, and just say, hey, what's up? And we'll talk. So this week is Christmas. Merry Christmas to those who celebrate that. Hanukkah just wrapped up on the 18th. So if you celebrate that, hopefully you had a happy Hanukkah and also Kwanzaa. Is coming up as well, so hopefully you have a good Kwanzaa. Holidays can be super stressful, and I feel like a lot of people's stress comes out more during the holiday seasons. For me, it's like the cherry on top of my shit Sunday. Like, I already deal with that type of stress, and it's just more on Christmas season. Due to the fact that buying presents, seeing family, not being able to see family, now we have COVID this year, it's a big mess. And for everybody, we're all in this together. And yeah, all those play a factor, including the weather. When it's cold and snowy, I am not in a good mood. Especially that we just got a foot of snow and it's still sitting out there and won't go away. But another big thing that affects me 
is finances, saving money, then having to spend money, worrying if I'm not going to have enough money for something that happens to the house or a pet emergency or anything like that. I'm always stressing about money. I never really knew how to handle money growing up. I think I got a credit card like at the age of like 25. I was just never good with it, and, I, and I'm still trying to learn. It's definitely tough because I, I have car payments. I have a mortgage payment. All these other payments that just keep adding up and up and up. And it just wears on you because you're like, is this ever going to end? Am I going to figure this out? What if something bad happens? It's very stressful. But then I try to think about other people's situation. And again, I, I don't compare, but I always feel bad for the people that have it worse than me, which kind of keeps me at bay to be like, hey, stop complaining. It could be a lot worse for people. There's people out there that don't really have money for gifts at all or or to even have the time or money to go visit their family. I'm fortunate enough to still be employed. My wife is still employed. We're still working. So even saying these things out loud helps me to realize I am more fortunate than I think I am. So it does de-stress me a bit, but then I feel for other people and that stresses me out too because I feel you and I want to help as many people as I can. Like we have friends that own restaurants and this whole COVID thing is throwing a wrench in the gears for them. Like you all see it. You see businesses closing because of COVID. There's probably businesses almost there. So if you have a place that you go to that's a small business, try to help them out as much as you can financially. Obviously, you have to worry about yourself, number one. But think about those places that have helped you out. Like you call up a delivery service and there's like a foot of snow out and the guy's skiing down your street to deliver your food. Those places you should help out. The sub shop down my street is insane. You order online and then like three minutes later, they're at my door. I don't know how they do it. It's probably because we order there all the time. So if they go out of business, I'm, I'm going to end up fighting somebody. And this is how crazy I am with finances. Like me and my wife, Lindsay, was just sitting there watching a movie. And I turned to her. I'm like, what would you do if I died? She's like, what? I'm like, what would you do? Like, what would you do financially? And then we went down the road of life insurance and what would she would do with the dogs and cats? Like, could she stay at the house? Like, this is how crazy I am. Like, I'm just sitting there trying to enjoy a movie with my wife. And I'm like, huh, how would your life be if I just died right now? How fucked up is that? But she like, we like laughed about it. Like, that's how crazy we are. We just laughed like, yeah, we'll figure it out. But that's like another big fear of mine. It's just like, I couldn't imagine what myself or she would do in that situation. And it's very weird to talk about that openly, I feel like. Not many people would admit talking about something like that, I feel like. Like, oh yeah, me and my wife just talked about like what would happen if I just like miraculously died one day. I feel like everyone should do a will. And we always talk about doing one. But, like, I feel like it's one of those things, if you do one, you're just setting yourself up for one. So, um, we're holding off on the wills. We uh, we watched a couple movies, and one of them was just god-awful. It's uh, with Mel Gibson and Walter Goggins, called Fat Man. If you don't know who Walton... Is it Walton? Yeah, Walton Goggins. If you don't know who he is, he's that guy that you see, like, oh, yeah, that guy. Go look him up. You'll be like, yeah, know who that guy is now. It's like a Christmas movie, and Mel Gibson's Santa... And the whole movie, I was like, is this going to get good at any point? That's not my movie suggestion of the week, but you should watch it and let me know if I'm just being wrong in that situation and that movie's good. But I did not have a good time during that. That's why I brought up the whole anxiety finance thing to her because I was getting bored. 
And I think my thought process was there was like a rich kid in it and there was presents. And I was thinking about like money presents. And I was like, whoa, once if I died, like I couldn't give her a present. That's when I just spouted off like, hey, what would you do? Mock Summers, John Quixote, what would you do? So after I watched the movie Jiu-Jitsu with Nick Cage, and that movie's like purposely supposed to be bad. It's so good. So watch Jiu-Jitsu, the movie with practically no Jiu-Jitsu featuring I'll do any movie that you throw at me, Nick Cage. Let me know what you think about that. And then my song recommendation of the week is Jurassic 5, I Am Somebody. Great motivational song from one of my favorite groups of all time, J5. That's from the Power and Numbers album, so go listen to that. That's a good, that's a great album. That's a, that's up there for me. It's funny too, watching my wife watch a movie because she gets so anxious during movies. And it's like, hey man, uh, it's probably going to end like it always does. But then like, I'm low key anxious. I'm like, maybe it, maybe it won't. Like what's going to go on? Sometimes I get so anxious. I have to like Wikipedia it on the side while I'm watching it. So I don't get upset. If it's something happens, like if there's like an animal portrayed in the movie, I have to Google it to see if that animal dies. Then I won't watch it. Like John Wick, I like kind of had to like just grit my teeth and get through it. But if there is like animal dying in a movie, I'm out. Don't want to watch it. I'm good. We all get that little bit of dash anxiety in those types of movies. You know what else we can't really do or sit through is secondhand embarrassment. We call those for you's, as in I'm embarrassed for you. Those are always so cringy and like my palms get sweaty, mom's spaghetti. That's why I don't like watching anything new because I don't like being surprised. I don't really like surprises, so don't surprise me with anything because it goes back to the whole reaction thing and I need like a certain reaction for you. But yeah, I just watch the same movies over and over again. Because I know what I'm getting into. Like my favorite movie is Breaking. A breakdancing movie. It has that scene where the guy dances with the broomstick and like levitates it. If you haven't seen it or don't know about it, I, God, you better go look that up right now. Because that is my favorite. I like what I like. And I know what I know. And I don't like surprises. Like I was at the doctor's office getting my like fourth COVID test. And you have to call before you show up. And I got there and I called. And I left my message to have them call me back. And I sat in the car probably for two minutes. I felt like 15 minutes. I'm like, they forgot about me. I'm not going to be able to get this test. I can't go back to work. My work's going to be mad, blah, blah, blah. And then they called me right back. Like, that's how quick my anxiety just rips me down. Then I go in and I'm just laughing to myself because I'm like, I am fucking crazy. Does anyone else feel like this? Because like, I say all these things and then I just save it and then upload it. And I'm like, I don't know if anyone even relates to this or they understand it. But if you do, let me know. Let's chat about it. Because it would be really good to hear that somebody else out there talks to their significant other about dying, what they're going to do about the money situation and all the animals. So I don't feel like I'm the only psychopath that thinks that. So that is another episode of 20 Tim Minutes. I truly, truly appreciate you guys checking it out again. Episode 6. Thanks again to my mom, Julianne, for doing that awesome intro that literally made me sob and cry. I also like how there's different types of cries where it's like the you hold one in and you're just kind of tearing up. There's like the hysterical crying, but then there's like the 
I'm a kid frozen outside crying when you have like the upper lip in your mouth. You're like, I can't breathe. All right. That one's my favorite, even though how fucked up that sounds. Like in hindsight, if like I did that, I would laugh at it because it was me. But I wouldn't laugh at that if it was somebody else. You know what I mean? It's like you got to you got to take a step back and look at the whole picture of it, because that one is the funniest cry out of all of them. Right. Right. I'm going to stop while I'm ahead there. But again, my name is Tim McCarthy. You have listened to 20 Tim Minutes. Please like, subscribe, review, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, a couple other ones I forget. Please be sure to follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at 20 Tim Minutes. Let's all have a happy holidays. Let's finish through this year strong. We got this. Things aren't going to change January 1st, but we can try to make them better. And I hopefully we all can accomplish that. And if you can, have the time or even the money, go support a local business in your area. Try to keep them afloat. They are also struggling with us during this season and this year. So anything can help. Again, I hope you all have a happy holiday. I love you guys. Please have a great week. I'll be talking to you. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.